Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, and I have my first guest with me. Welcome, 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 welcome. I let her introduce herself to you, but we share a lot alike thoughts, feelings towards certain things, and I thought she would be a beautiful, beautiful addition to this episode. So I kind of, you know, dragged her in here real quick, literally, (laughs) to make this happen. So tell us more about you and who you are and, you know, everything like that. (laughs) Yay. I'm the first guest, first of all. So honored. (laughs) Please hold your applause. Um, So my name's Gannett. I work with Sam. I met her maybe about two years ago. Ish. And we just connected. We're like, you know, sisters right now. We're the same sign. We're yes, Virgos. we are. Virgos, we honey. Virgos. Run the world. Hello. Come on, let's be for real. Beyonce. <laughs> um, so, also, I'm a mother. I'm a mother of two, 21 and 19. Um, I've been a single mom for about maybe 10 years or so. Okay. But, you know, my kids are grown now. And I just graduated college Woo-hoo. last year. Yay. After 20,000 years. But it's okay. It's you not graduated. about how you start. It's mm-hmm. about how you finish. So right. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, today on this episode, I really wanted to talk about something her and I actually talk about all the time. Um, being surrounded or just engaging with individuals who've decided to let their circumstances define them. So they use that to limit themselves. They use that to justify their actions, their behavior, their lack of behavior or actions. And it's very frustrating because, um, you know, we've shared privately about our experiences growing up and how challenging that was and confusing and how we're still dealing with that today. But the fact of the matter is there are still people who use that as an excuse or use it as an opportunity not to grow. And I think um, the hardest part about it all is that we don't always recognize there's other people who have been worse circumstances than ourselves. And so we use it as like, okay, well, you know, our world is so bad, so we can't do anything. We're just going to be depressed. We're going to just let it be and not handle what we need to handle and, you know, let life fly by and everybody – here I am, what we call the sad story. And everybody knows those people with those sad stories. The people you kind of just walk away from. <laughs> yeah. So we have different ways of handling them. I think, Annette, you've been really good at cutting people off. <laughs> She's been using them scissors. Yeah, I'm real savage. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, but it took me a long time okay. to get there, right? Because before I was the very person that was, oh, but look what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're crying. Mm-hmm but they can't get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me some time to grow into that, to know how to deal with people on the level that they're on, mm-hmm. as well as with myself, because mm-hmm. I I think I may have been that person mm-hmm. in the past. Ah, okay. And so it took me time to grow into it, to know that you know you are the person that can change your circumstances mm-hmm. or whatever's going on. Yeah. And so, yes, I have learned now how to navigate with people that I feel are very negative and just stuck in their ways and mm-hmm. want to be the victim. I'll give, you know, resources. I'll go out of my way. Mm-hmm. I'll talk and encourage. But then it comes to a point where you have to realize, like, you can't do what they need to do for themselves. Right, right. And so you then need to walk away from it. You've done all you can do. You wish them well. 
And if they want to change, they will. Yeah. But I think sometimes when you get so sucked into it, mm-hmm. then that becomes your life. Yeah. And you're sitting here doing 50,000 things for X, Y, and Z. Right. And you're like, wait, wait a minute. Wasn't I supposed to be signing up for, you know, doing a workshop? or Because right. you get so involved. So right. I learned to navigate yeah. those boundaries. Boundaries are good, people. They're not negative. Yeah. They're good. That's true. Boundaries are huge. I've learned... Um, boundaries can change based off the relationship as far as like in the beginning it was okay to do this but now I need to set a new boundary because something else has come up or my life has changed now I'm doing school I have x y and z going on but you have the expectation you can always access me whenever you want so I have to reshape how I interact with people and I think sometimes when you say those words people take them as very negative like oh you don't need me no more you don't want to talk to me anymore you you know you don't love me you don't care about me you know you're my family you're not supposed to do that's another big one well I love when people go with the we're blood yeah we're family (laughs) yeah yeah that okay those are facts right Uh, but guess what that's not going to be the excuse why I tolerate your negative behavior. Mm-hmm. I tolerate your negative actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had an issue with a family member, not recently, but I just had to let that person know, like, you know what? My peace is more important mm-hmm. than me going back and forth with you. Right. You know, right. So it, to me, it doesn't matter if it's family. I know it's harder when it's family yeah. because, you know, my own mom would try to guilt trip like, oh, but I'm your mom. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't me, you wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you to your womb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to move forward now. Right. And so, like I said, it's hard, but boundaries mm-hmm. can be good. It's how you set it with mm-hmm. that person. And it is, like you said, changeable. Yeah. Because as the years go by, as you age, as you're in a different situation in your own mm-hmm. life that you now have to say, okay, I'm in school, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, I'm working two jobs. Mm-hmm. I can't come pick you up and mm-hmm. take you where you want to go just because X, Y, and Z, and right. you don't have a license, right. whatever the reason may be. So right. it's about, I think, putting yourself first mm-hmm. and knowing that, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to do that by keep you know helping mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z mm-hmm do something that the person's not doing for mm-hmm. themselves. Let's talk about guilt, the guilt associated. Cause that is a big one. I've actually felt that more recently and I shouldn't have felt that way. I shouldn't feel guilty for doing what's right for Sam, but I think we all, and you as a mother too, you know, doing those things where you're kind of like, I'm taking away from them. I'm not, you know, going to be there for them in that way anymore. And it feels like either whether it be family or friends, maybe you had a long-term friendship and it kind of didn't work out, whatever the case may be. But the guilt of them not being there, the guilt of you not helping them, how do you deal with that? I I sleep very good at night. Um, <laughs> you know, I just say, I give it to the Lord. <laughs> because that's no longer me. Like mm. I said, it's a growing process. Okay. Um, and again, you have to really compartmentalize. Okay, if I'm doing this for X, Y, and Z, what am I taking away from myself? Right. You come first besides the Lord in my book. Mm-hmm. You come first. So if you're not healthy and you're running yourself ragged by trying to please them, what does that make you? That just makes you a people pleaser. Right. But are they going the same you know, yeah. strength and mile that you're doing for them? And even so, it's still not even the point. Right. You need to concentrate on you. Yeah. I think, I think you know, the idea of like, okay, I'm not valuing myself and my time and my needs over this other person. And I need to reevaluate what makes me happy. And it's, I think it's not to say that you can't still 
be a, you know, a great friend or spouse or mother or whatever the case may be. It's just adjusting the way that you do it where you're not burnt out and you're not overextending yourself or doing things that you're not appreciated for, you know. I agree. The appreciation is what really takes people over the top because when they realize, I think there's a meme out right now circulating about uh, one day that person that you're doing all this stuff for is going to turn around and say, I didn't ask you to do it. Ah, ah that right. One, that one because hits you. Because now you're like, oh my God, I'm expecting myself to do or, or play a role or part mm-hmm. in their life that I have placed myself in. Nobody placed you there right. probably half the time. And, you know, I have friends, and I, I used to be that person, too, that always wanted to please everyone. Oh, no, I'm going to do this. And and I'm bombarding my own life with mm-hmm. trying to please or be there for other people. I recently read, like, an article. I wish I could remember the name of it. But anyways, it was about, like, sometimes do you feel that we do things to please other people because we're trying to, like, make up for a time in our lives when we didn't feel acceptable Mm. maybe to others. Mm -hmm. So if we're, you know, let's say, Sam, if I'm that person for you, like I always help you with your homework, I always get you lunch, you're going to continue to expect that from me, right? Mm -hmm. So now I feel like, oh, I'm so wanted, Mm. but she needs me. If Mm -hmm. I don't do it, who's going to do it for her? You create that role in their life. It's the same thing Mm -hmm. with kids, right? Mm -hmm. Raising boys, I feel like at an early age, you have to like let them know, and girls too. Mm -hmm. They are going to be independent of you mm-hmm. unless you are making them dependent on you. Right. So it's the same thing with friendships, you know, parents and siblings. Like you get to choose the role that you are in their life. Mm-hmm. Everything is give and take. I, I think everyone needs to have that. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing so much for X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. And maybe write a list, right? Mm-hmm. So you sit down and write a list about, okay, this is everything that I do for, for myself. Mm-hmm. This is where I spend the rest of my time helping mm-hmm. others or doing things for others or favors, whatever it may be. When you see the difference in, you're going to be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. See, that's something. Okay, so there's a lot of things, even just hearing you talk I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, one, talking about, you know, obviously setting the boundaries and talking about like nature versus nurture, that whole idea of like the things that I was missing when I was growing up and how I'm now projecting that on other people, whether subconsciously, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that's something all of us have to sit down and identify or use help because, you know, we're big fans of therapy over you here. Better, you better <laughs> say it. Therapy yes. on speed down. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, having that unbiased opinion, um, dealing with kids, and what that how that reshapes your life you know depending on how much you value your kids and want to project you know have them be amazing people in this world and how much you give that I think being a mother period um the idea especially very with society and just internally as females we always try to be the overachievers the one and all you know be all but again like you said developing them and reshaping that relationship into a more independent state once they get older because the reality is you can't always be there for them and they're going to have to take the walk just like you did um i mean unless you want grown kids right (laughs) Right. i mean that's not what i want to do right but i do know a lot of people that still think that you know they're grown 30 year olds are Mm -hmm. oh baby this and baby that and i have to do i have to cook the dinner and do this for them but again that's something stemming from you wanting to feel needed yes you know yes that's something huge that i think people struggle with and also guilt of like what are they? What am I going to do? Or if a parent is absent from the life, then mm-hmm. they want to overcompensate, that. right? Or it's almost like, oh, like it's weird. Not even want to say it, but sometimes I feel like parents sometimes make their child like 
the spouse in right. Their life. Oh my goodness, it, it's so, so real to me, guys. It's real so real. It's so it's so real like, because they lack. Yeah, like they lack that that the other side, and now yeah. you're gonna be sometimes you can be misconstrued the man of the house, you know, and you're gonna take on those roles and that responsibility, but. That's a whole nother thing. But something yeah. you talked about towards the end of just talking about, like, looking at that list of what I do for myself and what I do for others and how that balance is, like, not shaping. I think, personally, people can maybe struggle with, I want to be a servant of people because when you do good to others, others, you know, good things will come to you. But I think, more specifically, I think the, the point is, is that identifying, if you're able to do all of this stuff, but you're burnt out, or you don't have any time to take care of yourself, your hair, you know, do the things that you like genuinely like to do because you're filling it up with other people and their needs. You know, I think it's different when you're going through like a life phase of like, you know, your mother's sick or there's a traumatic incident and you have to handle it or your child is acting up in school and you have no choice but to cater to their needs versus like I genuinely just don't like to take care of myself or I genuinely like don't value myself above everyone else's needs. I think there's a difference. And I think the idea of calling it selfish is not fair. Well, I don't put that <laughs> title on it at all. Because uh, I think others who you're taking away from may look at it like you're selfish. You always take care of yourself. You got your hair done, your nails done. You got time to go on trips. You got time to hang with your friends. But you don't do nothing for me. You don't hang out with me. You don't well, do for and, me. And that's probably the people that truly aren't your friends right. right because let's be honest if someone's going to use selfish because you're taking care of yourself because you deserve it right um i could say maybe they're jealous yeah maybe they want to be able to do those things for themselves but mm -hmm. either way it's not an equal friendship or relationship right but if anyone was to put taking care of yourself in the context of selfish yeah not having it so okay going back to the whole concept behind this talk using your circumstances as your crutch what I love to give tips, tricks, resources, anything that I can think of to help further someone to help change themselves and to put themselves in a better place. What are some things that you've experienced with people who use them, you know, their circumstances to crutch? How do they usually act? How are your ways that you identify? So maybe people can self identify and say, maybe I am that person, or maybe I do know that person. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. So one thing I could say is, they get very agitated, right? Really easy. Like sometimes you're just really trying to help. You're just giving tips on what they can do. Like if someone says, oh, I can't find a job, mm -hmm. you start sending like 50,000, you know, because that's that's who we are, Sam. Right. We start very sending, like, oh, look, overly my helpful. job. <laughs> We're practically doing everything for them, but yeah. applying. Right. I mean, at this point, like, <laughs> right. do you want me to go to work so for the interview, you too? I didn't go to the oh, interview. That's exactly. the only thing I didn't do. So you start sending stuff that, that'll help them. Oh, you need this. You need housing. You need school. You need this. Hey, I found this. And then they're like, oh, yeah, thanks. But then you let it be. One or two weeks later, oh, so how's that going? Oh, I didn't even look at it yet. So I think that right there should give you, like, a, a clue as to, okay, this person isn't that serious about it. Like, you're practically handing everything to them, right? Right. And then, again, you can tell in the attitude of, it's it's words are one thing, but mm -hmm. you know the old saying, you know, actions are louder than words. Mm -hmm. You can say all day, I want to change, I want to do this. If they're not sitting down and even coming to you as a friend and saying, you know, I want to make a list of things I want to do. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you can say, oh, well, what are the steps 
like if you want to go to school, what are the steps that you're going to take to get to get into a school? Mm-hmm. What's your target date? Give them mm-hmm. like real goals to write down. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to know that someone's serious about it because mm-hmm. talk is cheap. Mm-hmm. Anyone can talk, and a lot of people do that because they know that if you have a soft heart, they're going to get that heartstring on you. Mm-hmm. Now they're the victim, and now you're going to go. Maybe they need money because who knows? Maybe that's what they really want and mm-hmm. not really to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're touching upon something of like the potential. I think there's a lot of people who have a lot of potential or hopes and dreams of things that they want to accomplish and do. And whenever you get to that point, I feel like for me, when you get to push the issue of like, okay, so what are some active steps we can take to make that happen? That's when you get the story. Well, yeah. Oh, well, I couldn't you know, get my car morning. had this problem, and then this person told me I couldn't call them anymore to help me, or this happened when I spoke to this employer, and I just, couldn't you know. get my nails done, right. my hair done, so I couldn't go to the interview. Right. Like, girl, <laughs> if you need a check, you're going to be up there. Yeah. Your hair is going to be busted and all. Right. You're going you're gonna to show how hungry you are, and I think our people say, well, you know, it's hard because my mom always called me a loser and I don't think highly of myself. And, you know, I struggle with this and my last relationship didn't work out. So I really don't know what I'm doing anymore. And I want to say there are some times where people seriously need either a pep talk or serious help. And I want to say for those of you that know anyone or are familiar with those behaviors or that sounds something up someone's alley that you're familiar with, Please get them help. Please be an advocate because there are times where even myself has been in very low places where I don't see it because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. But someone else externally can really do me justice by putting me in the right direction for something so that way I can find my way out of it. I'm pretty good at helping myself, but some people need additional help and they need more guidance and they need more, you know, you know, just help in general. So for those individuals, I would say, okay, if this this is not a story that you're usually hearing from them, and this is not how they usually look at life. That's a, there's there's a red flag there. But there are others who are like from high school, they've had this saying, "My mom was never there for me." Yeah, and I think exactly what you said was like, okay, that one time you hear the story, all right, cool. And I would highly suggest that they find a mentor. Yeah, oh, those a are huge. Therapist. Mm-hmm. Because there's no a way sometimes model. you're going to be able to navigate out of this without like professional help, right? And people that have maybe been through what you've been through, right? Right. right. And I agree with what you said. Sometimes when you're in something, mm-hmm. you don't see the outside. It's like being in a hole, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see the outside with the sunlight. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. I've mm-hmm. been there where like you know I'm just going to give up. Mm-hmm. I've been there talking a negative talk about mm-hmm. oh I'm, I'm not going to be nothing. Oh my mom. Oh mm-hmm. oh my dad and. My brothers, you know, it's okay to be there, mm-hmm. but it's when you're going to get out. Right. Do you, you have know? a plan on getting out? Or when you get comfortable there is the issue. Exactly. I think that's the biggest And the biggest self-talk, show. doing mm-hmm. that negative self-talk, I would say if you are constantly, if, or if you know someone that's constantly doing that, that right there is a red flag. They need to be in therapy. Yeah. Because they need to retrain their mind and, mm-hmm. and, and what's going on up there because- mm-hmm. You should not be talking that negative about yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Your circumstance, what you're going through, I think whether it be finding some sort of faith-based movement that you can get aligned yes. with, having some sort of support system, you know, you know, finding something. And this could be friends, this could be colleagues, it could be, you know, you maybe you love soccer and your soccer team's your support system. But I think being smart enough to say, okay, I can't do this alone and I need help and I need to not let that couch be my crutch anymore. 
and I want to take advantage of my resource, my opportunities. And I also feel like people around you, I know we're good at that. You need to be accountable. You need to make them accountable. You need to be that person of like, remember we said we weren't going to do that anymore? Yes. Remember we said I wasn't, I remember I said I wasn't going to pick you up anymore. You know, because I think we fall victim sometimes to being in that cycle and allowing them to exist in this world instead of saying, you know, I had my boundary. Yeah, I was made, you were made aware of that. You know, when it comes to that, that's your responsibility and you need to take hand of that and you need to make that happen and, you know, follow up and be firm about it. And I think, you know, on the other end, you may feel like you're letting them down. You know, you're so used to it. <laughs> you're I, listen, yeah, I'm all shaking my head all the way <laughs> up and down. I totally agree. Who are you if you are not being transparent as a friend? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not going to eat with you, Mm -hmm. go out with you and see that you're doing something negative or, you know, making yourself look crazy and not pull you to the side and say, sis, that's not the way we're going to conduct ourselves. Yeah. And listen, people, be open. Be open to opinions. I'm not saying... You know, that's sometimes people don't say nasty stuff. Right, exactly. I think it's you have to be careful because that's a trust thing. Of Like, do I trust you to judge me? Do I trust you to look at my circumstance and not make me feel worse about it or make me feel guilty for the things that I've gotten myself into so I can get myself out? I definitely feel like if they're coming to you telling their issues, they do trust you. I right? would hope so. I would hope There's so. There's some vented people. Just, yeah. When you say, just, how you doing? They just, well, you know, <laughs> you know, like, I lost my job. Right. Yeah. They just, <laughs> but I would think one or two times they're coming to you. I would say they probably trust you, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like the times that I have stepped up, been very scared to step up to say to maybe a friend or family mm-hmm. member, like, I don't like the way you talk to me or, you know, you're not very nice or I don't like when you do this. They will get defensive most oh, times, yeah. right? Oh, hundred percent. They don't see it, and they, they don't, they recognize don't it. see it right. because no one points it out. Right. They're okay with being mm-hmm. comfortable with saying, "Oh, well, that's just how Sam is." Right. I'm not that person anymore, though. Right. right? So right. I make it clear, like, I don't like the way you speak to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may think it's a joke, but I don't like it. Or when we go out, I don't like the way you speak to the to the waitress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever, because I've had people that have done that. I'm like, oh wow, I never picked that up. Right on the phone. <laughs> right. We were, it was so nice. Right. And then you go out and they're talking to like the waitress, like they're like nobody. They're help. I'm yeah. like, no, no, that's not what I yeah. do. But again, choosing, you know, to speak up for yourself and having those boundaries. If you if you're not open to take opinions or suggestions, mm-hmm. you're not gonna change, period. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all not gonna be nice. Yeah. I and and I think it's hard to hear sometimes how, you know, what I like to say your shit stinks. Because everybody's does. Um, it's hard to hear it and it's hard to accept it. And I've learned because there was a time where I was giving someone advice, a family member advice about their life. And it was because it was one of those things where you have they're bleeding. Like everything that's going on in their life is bleeding oh, yeah. everywhere. They're just every time they talk to you, you walk, you go anywhere. It's everywhere. You like hear you the can, hostility right, in their voice. You, know, you can say good morning. Yeah. Oh, it's good. <laughs> right. uh, I thought it right. Was. So I, you know, I gave them my little two cents of like, listen. You know, I can be very, well, what I call the Enid and me, shout out to Enid, um, very aggressive sometimes with my advice because I feel like the defense is going to come up. So before we get there, I'm going to get my little window in, and then when you close the door, <laughs> you got to deal with that because it's already in the room. Yeah. Um, 
And I gave them my advice, and I felt like, okay, that fell on deaf ears. Like, I was beating a horse. Like, what was I thinking? It wasn't until two days later they texted me, and they were like, thank you for what you said to me. It really resonated. So identify. Yeah, people need a process. Mm -hmm. Some people need a process. You may not get that. I love instant gratification. Like, I can see in your face your mood. You've changed. But there's some people who really need, like, a couple days to resonate, sit down with it, let it marinate, and figure out, okay, how do I make this my own? Because I think when someone, you know, you bring to someone, hey, these are things I don't like about you. How do I be the person that you don't like? Or that you do like, I'm sorry, that you do like. How do I, you know, reframe how I've been acting for so long, that behavior that no one said anything about. Everyone's allowed me to Correct. be this way, you know, and never said anything about. How, who is that person? So it's a process. I feel like it's about self-reflection. Like, it, obviously, like we said, if the person trusts you and they're coming to you for advice, you're around them, I feel like you have that power to tell them, you know, you said you wanted to change X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, but I noticed when we went to the store, you were still doing this. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, they might not have got it then. They went home, it marinated, mm-hmm. they got it. Mm-hmm. Maybe then they come back to you and say, you know what, you're right. You know, how can I change that? You can give suggestions. You guys can come up with suggestions together, but it's definitely going to be a process. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is best when someone comes back to you and says you know oh, what? yeah i i understand what you were saying now mm-hmm. i do see it mm-hmm. because obviously you don't see how you're acting because right. you, a mirror is not up to you right right you don't see how aggressive you're speaking to mm-hmm. someone you don't see how when you're mad at the world how mm-hmm. that comes off to oh, people man. It's that energy draining. alone honey it's very draining. you don't have to say anything i just already know you know what that's you not smell it not, in the air right. it's real draining i just i can't do it i mean i i was i was in relationships and even with my own mother that everything was about them and you know if it was raining it was oh lord look Mm -hmm. now like everything Mm -hmm. was going wrong and I just wanted her to take accountability for something. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's another thing, too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good hard. piece. It's hard. It's, it's a good hard. piece to say, you know what? You're right. Not only yeah. that, not only are you right about what you said, I do see it. I do get it. I, I am an aggressive person, or I am a frustrating person to talk to, or I am very, you know, moody, you know. And these aren't just, okay, so. But then they say, because this is what's going on with me. Right. And you're like. Okay. But like, what did I'm I have sure, to do with yeah. that? I didn't I didn't hurt you when you were five. And it's your attitude. Like you have to have an attitude of gratitude. I know it sounds corny, but it's the truth because yeah. like you go out you with this attitude, trying to get a job, like no one's gonna hire you. I'm yeah. sorry. You're not gonna they find feel a, that. a boyfriend. You're not gonna have valuable friends. You're mm-hmm. gonna have these people that just, you know, are okay with the BS that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna have real sister friends or real men friends that will say, you know what, G, I no. No, that's not cute mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think I think a huge part of it all is identifying who is the person that I want to be to people, to myself, to my community. Who is that person? What does that person look like? What? How do they act? How do they handle certain situations? What kind of relationships do they have? Everybody's idea of happy is, is different, of right. what a happy family is, what a happy relationship is, you know, happiness within themselves. Um, but I feel like the more that you start to chase that, and that idea is when other things that you've dealt with in life start to fall off and no longer matter because that's not a part of that plan. That's a plan opposite to where you're currently at. So you got to start striving for those things. And I think, you know, gratitude comes with appreciation. Appreciate the people who pull up with your BS for so very long, yeah. you know, and, you know, 
for those people who say, oh, that's just who they are, or you know what, it's, it's, they're never going to change, you know, that's shame on you for allowing yourself to be around people who aren't going to change, who aren't going to treat you good, who aren't going to be, you know, good to you. You don't deserve, no one deserves that, you know. I just feel like if someone's not making your life happy, if you want to spend time with someone, relationship, friendship, and whenever you're around them, you just feel like, oh, better not say right about eggshells oh let me be quiet like Mm -hmm. that's not the type of friendships or relationships that i want in my life in this old age okay it's just (laughs) not it's not i don't want i'm not i'm not doing it yeah so i then need to but that's confidence though that's confidence Mm -hmm. though because to be able to say to yourself listen i'm willing to risk all of these friendships, relationships, situations that I put myself in so I can be happier and so I can live the life that I want to, that takes a lot of confidence to say no. Hard. I've done it. To walk away from things that you thought were going to be your future. And you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Hello, these are the friends that you always go on trips with. Yeah. These are the friends that are always, quote, unquote, there for you. Right. But I've done it. Right. Within the last two years, I probably don't speak to half the people that were, like, my close friends. You can tell me nothing. Right. About them. But I saw that it was not an equal relationship or friendship. Yeah. And equal is different to everybody. Yeah. Because especially where you're at in life, if you can't financially give to someone, like give them gifts or treat them X, Y, and Z, maybe you spend a lot of quality time making memories and doing fun things together, you know, working out, whatever that looks like. So I think equal is hard because I struggle with that too of like, I have friends who make way more money than me and they can wine and dine me if they want to. Best believe Sam is not dishing out them coins though. I'm not the one. I'm sorry. I'm not a gift giving. I love gift giving, but it's more thoughtful gifts. It's not like trying to monetary or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more of like, let me speak to your core. Let me speak to the person that I know that you are, that sort of stuff. But I think, Finding someone that completes you or, you know, either puts in your place or is a good, you know, um, representation of who you want to be. You know, there's really different ways that you can kind of build relationships and having the freedom and in your mind saying, I have the freedom to change my life. I think that's something that people let all their circumstances fall upon them. But having the freedom to say, you know what, enough's enough. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not taking anymore. I'm going to find out a different life without you. And I that's agree. okay. It's hard. It's hard. I'm it is hard. Because it's been very hard for me to build, like, women's sister friends. Like mm-hmm. I said, like, I stopped talking to a lot of them for whatever reasons because I just felt like it wasn't equal. Either they weren't there for me mm-hmm. or, you know, it was just uneven, mm-hmm. right? And I was okay with it. I was like, you know what? I'm all right with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get new friends. You mm-hmm. get new people in your life. But I would definitely say make sure that you're choosing people wisely in your life that yeah. are pouring positive things into you yeah. that are encouraging you mm-hmm. whatever it may be if that's what you want to do they're behind you they're not like oh here she go thinking she want to do this now or right. she gonna be some oh, she thinks she all that oh it i can't stand and i hate to say it. I, I know this probably a whole nother subject <laughs> we'll get into that another time about like you know just women embracing each other yeah and being there for each other being regardless of the circumstance yeah, like okay if someone tells you something you didn't like I, I don't see why she got to be, you know, low down and dirty or whatever. Right. Like, exactly. Let's not go there. Right. Let's just not go there. Let's yeah. talk. Let's communicate. Let's let's be there for each other. Yeah. It's so hard being a woman. It, again, it's it goes hard. back to what you were saying about being open to hearing people's advice or opinions of you and being able to hear those things. And a yes is going to hurt. I've had those conversations where 
people that I loved and called me out on my stuff and I'm sitting there damn near ready to cry because I'm angry or I'm frustrated, but I know it's coming from a good place and it's not a person who's here to judge me. And this person is really trying to tear me down. They're really the saying, difference. listen, mm-hmm. you're in the wrong direction, honey. I don't want to see you there. You're better than this. You know, it may not come out that way, but I had to digest it and recognize that's where it was coming from. And that's why I had to come out that way. But yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. I think, yeah, that's a whole, whole we got to do topic. better. We got to do better. <laughs> Maybe next time, women and trust. Right. And <laughs> exactly. Whew, I got a lot on that right. one. <laughs> <laughs> trust no. is already hard. I, I mean, probably for you too. Trust is already hard, right? So, you so for win. me, I'm, 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 it's hard because I automatically trust people. I'm the opposite of most people. I automatically trust you unless you give me a reason not to. So I guess I used to be like that. Okay. <laughs> I, maybe in my younger, naive years, I don't know. Because, you know, everyone's great. No, they like me. They <laughs> called me. They're yeah. great. They waved. Um, but now I think as I get older, I see, yeah, it's what your parents told you. Like, everybody ain't your friend. Oh, yeah. That's Cute a huge Jamaican one. accent. Right? Okay. <laughs> everybody know your friend. Right. No wit. Exactly. It, it's what it is. And yeah. so when you get older, you kind of see, like, oh, my God, like, people do have like hidden agendas right and people do like want to use your people behind your back or Mm -hmm. like talking negatively about you Mm -hmm. you know about whatever you've accomplished and Mm -hmm. the thing is people don't know your journey right that's they don't know what you did to get where you've got they only see the result i went through and Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know that's just a spirit but now Mm -hmm. i'm more cautious i'm not going to say that i do not trust people from the jump right more cautious okay. i do my research i right. give chances right. for us to communicate yeah, to and be together that. and see right oh okay this person is a, a woman or a man of their word mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. check right um instead of just oh okay yeah 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 girl come over to my house like no, <laughs> no, no, no. yeah no that's what i think i can hear not everybody need to come to your, your no, house that's a whole nother yeah, thing <laughs> we need to just do a jamaican yeah <laughs> That's so true. Did you make an episode? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. We have enough content for that one. But thank you so much, Gannett, for chatting with me today. I really, really appreciate it. You had some really good insight, and we always have great conversations, so I'm glad we got yeah. to record it. And I hope everyone listening found this to be useful. I know there's so many different supporting reasons as to why people are the way that we are. We're not negating that in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think the biggest message to get from this is to advocate for yourself and also advocate for healthier relationship, more thriving relationship growing relationships that's a huge part of where i'm at these days is like if you're not growing i'm not doing it i'm not dealing with people who are going to sit in their circumstances you have to grow we all come from stuff you know and also humbling myself being grateful you know i like to hear other people's stories and their backgrounds and things that they've gone through and that helps me reposition where i see myself in life and like there's other people out there who've had way harder than me way harder you know are still having a hard time and They've overcome. I mean, you have homeless cum laude high school graduates. Like, come on. Like, who am I to cuss about whatever? Have no excuse. You know? And then the last thing is, if you're not looking to grow or go, you know, elevate yourself, Mm -hmm. then why are you really here? Yeah, that's true. I'm just a little confused. Because I think that's that's what God's plan is for you, right? Right. We're here to... Mm -hmm. to Grow, elevate, and to get, you know, get more abundant things. I mean, if you want to stay at that level, then... Don't claim to want to right, be right. X, Make y, the decision. Make the decision. I'm okay with it either way. I probably won't be your friend. <laughs> no, but okay, I mean, it's definitely we're, not going to be. We're good. Friend. Right. <laughs> we're cool and all, but not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, until my next episode, thank you guys for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. You know all that good stuff. 
Bye, guys.